folks. Uh, before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats. You know, keep myself sharp here on the sports. And I'll use my computer and just go in here. I'm going to check. Okay. I feel like everybody's dialed today. The vibes are strong. One more time. My name is David. I'm going to host today. Too Much Dip Podcast. Episode 16? Something like that. Who's counting, really? Doesn't matter. I feel like we're all firing on all cylinders here. Yeah? I, a I, little bit of a late start, and that's on me, and I apologize. I don't disagree, and it's, it's love to hear the confidence from you. Yeah. I just felt like we had some good pregame banter. I got Randy in here. Randy is here. And then also Human Randy's over there, producing as he does. Fresh off of his starter pack, circling back. Check that out if you haven't. I'll introduce my co-host. That voice you just heard is Dylan Chivery. Hello, fam. Very ha- very happy to be here. Great weekend. Great weather. Great sports. Great people. Real great sports for you. We'll get to that. <laughs> and me too, for well, that matter. Well, okay. You know, I thought about doing the bit that we do on Spooky Season where I just do nicknames, new ones each week. And then I realized how quickly I would run out of uh, nicknames. <laughs> yeah, we do a weekly episode for the foreseeable future, so that's a lot of nicknames to come up with. Too many. Yeah. Michael Weiner, a man of many nicknames. Hi, David. Hi. Halloween was a successful night for the Bubble Butt Baddies Empire. <laughs> so many DMs. Thank you. God bless the baddies of the world. Crown emoji, wink emoji, devil emoji, eggplant emoji. You got to think he's getting his, huh? I, you got to think he is. <laughs> Man, what what a treat! I, I had a great weekend. I'm glad to be back in the saddle again, and uh, here with the squad. It's always a treat to have you here, Mike. Thank you. It means a lot. Uh, is he doing Triple N, Cole Campbell? No nut. November. <laughs> yes. Oh yes. He, he participates. He did. You not see his post? No, I, I'm a little behind. I guess he may have deleted it actually, but he's he says he might have already broke. Yeah, <laughs> might have already broken. He says by like week three, he starts to develop uh, superpowers and he can levitate and that kind of shit from, uh, no. from oh, not no. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I doubt that I doubt that um, the science just isn't there to support that. But like anyone could ever know that though. That's true. <laughs> Maybe mentally levitating. Yeah. KJ's here. Oh boy am I. I'd like to give a special shout out to Santos. I think that was the name and everyone who joined us midway through the stream last week. They don't know how they got there, but I hope they're here today. Yeah. I forgot we had some visitors. Did we ever figure out what the source of that nope. traffic was? Randy, did you run the numbers? That well, wasn't the first week that this first time this happened. Maybe a week or two ago, um, someone like comments like, "How the hell did I get here?" <laughs> like, "Who are you people?" Like, I don't understand I, how that happened. You you tell us how you got here. Well, the Dippers were kind to of them. We're welcoming people. Yeah, I think I think I think they converted one of them to a listener. Did actually. we just have baller ass SEO? think so i don't i don't know you got to think going into thanksgiving that uh people are out there looking for recipes mm. oh, oh crossover mm. Ooh, cookbook coming soon <laughs> tmd cookbook has legs someone should do that so parks passed on some fun dip trick-or-treating and i was very very disappointed in him oh wait oh like the og fun dip yes Damn. like dipstick this year, a lot of people just put candy out on tables and said, mm-hmm. just, you know, take one or whatever. And Fun Dip was sitting there, and he, he didn't go for it. And uh, he's grounded now. So <laughs> We used just to snort week. that stuff. Just a week. But that stuff was so good, man. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I used to give him at the Little League ballpark all the time. The little dipstick. You know you could eat the dipstick? Yeah. I was always bad about just eating it before mm-hmm. I even got in there. Yeah. Like, I wanted that dipstick in a oh, bad yeah. way. 
just fiending for it. I don't know if I could handle tabletop Halloween. I think I would go like Buffalo Bills fan with a friend and be like, all right, I'm just going to stone cold center you onto this guy's table and then take some candy and be out. Yeah. There's some kid on my yeah. roof getting pile driven. <laughs> exactly. Guys. Like, oh, geez. It was a big, uh, big week for, or I guess a big Halloween for Tubin. Candy Tubin, that is. <laughs> I saw quite a few of them. A lot of candy tubes. A lot of six feet tubes. Pretty cool. As one of one member of one of my group texts said, it was uh, Cuckooween. Okay. You yeah. Know. He's, he's 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 a traditionalist. Ah, uh, okay. An originalist, if you will. Yeah. He doesn't like dad standing in the corner and the kids are coming to take his candy? Right. Okay. Exactly. Uh, hey, if you haven't followed us on social media, please do so. Go to Twitter. Too Much Dip with two Ps on Twitter. Too Much Dip podcast on Instagram. Subscribe. Leave a review. We do a live stream every Thursday during football season where we uh, basically preview the games, make our picks. Some of us are really good. One of us is really good, Micah. The rest of us are fine. Yeah, I'm actually bad. Y'all are fine. I think I'm You're not bad. that bad. We're all within three or four games of each other. I hit my BBS over the weekend, which yeah. is very huge, very cool. I think I hit my BBS. You did I did? You did. Who was your BBS? That's a big boy stack. If you're new, Pittsburgh. Yeah. That's a bold, that's a bold pick. I respect you for that. Missed mine by a point. SMU won by 14. Navy needed 13. Ouch. Oh, mm-hmm. that's tough. Mm-hmm. You hate um, to see it. Do something a little bit different off the top here. Um, are you guys familiar with the Texas Tech meat judging team's dominance over the last 20 or 30 years? Uh, I am totally unaware of this, actually. Uh, yesterday they won their 15th national meat judging championship. Again, this is the Texas Tech meat judging team. Can I admit, third consecutive national championship? Can I admit cha- that I didn't know such a competition existed? That's surprising. You're there out here just judging meat. Yeah, and that's the thing about it. You have to judge the meat. They're just meat. eyeballing it. I look at me all the time, and I, I guess I judge it subconsciously. I never, I didn't think it was an actual uh, competitive uh, experience. Out it's there. very competitive in Texas Tech. Our friends in Lubbock, they are very, very good at it. Uh, who, who are the other contenders traditionally? Are the Aggies up a lot there? Of Big Twelve and yeah. um, K State's up there. Any random guys getting off the elevator and Stangle? I'm just going to let that sit. There will be Texas Tech fans out there that get it. Somebody will get it. They're, their, they're doing the Arsenio <laughs> Hall. <laughs> Dude, seven of the last 11 na- national championships. I'm reading an article on Sports Illustrated. Oh, they're, a, they're a powerhouse meat Powerhouse. It's from okay. Mike Pellucci. Yeah. Um, I think he's now with The Athletic. Jimmy Pellucci. Uh, dude, so this, I, I, I love, this is worth the read. Check it out if you haven't seen it. The crown jewel came in 2017 when Tech became the first and only school to go undefeated since the major schedule expanded to seven events in 1981. How wild is that? Wow, the major schedule. A lot of people don't, you know, they look at that and the traditionalists will be like, well, I don't, I don't, you know. How There's many, asterisks. How many schools have a meat judging team? Do we know that? I can get that for you. I mean, if, if they are they competing against, you know, 150 other schools, or is it like only 12 actually have this, this program, you know? Texas, uh, uh, sorry, K-State finished second, A&M finished third, Oklahoma State fourth, and Colorado State fifth. Okay. you got to think there's probably a lot of schools, you know, throughout the heartland that have FFAs and 4-H that segue right into this in their you know, smaller colleges. Your, uh, you know, Denison's of the world. Or Denison probably wouldn't fit, but I don't know. Name Iowa school. How do, Can you, I, how do you get judged on judging meat? Like, what, what makes you a good meat judge? Like, how do you? 
Uh, you can you look at like the ratio of fat to lean beef, I guess. Is there some meat expert who's already prejudged the meat, and then in the, it rates your judging of said meat? I believe so. Okay. If, if I may, um, I'm going to read one. But um, before you do, can I yes. just quickly read? There's a Texas Tech Today on the official Texas Tech website That's has a write-up about this. It's a great publication. And i just like to uh, read the, the, the lead, which may be the lead of the week. What does 30 years of dominance look like? It wears red and black. <laughs> That's what I'm talking That's about. Good. Like I like how your uh, your QZ matches your polo. It's I'm, a little unstable. Know, I was expecting uh, to to hear uh, about this before we started, but no one's doing that. You can say honestly, no one is doing, no one's doing that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's a look. I'm slaying it's something. Double decker. I love it. Yes. My favorite quote <laughs> from this uh, crew. this column: the skill set of a champion meat judge is both eminently teachable and difficult to master. Quick decision-making, critical reasoning, self-assurance, and, above all, the ability to quiet one's mind for an upward of six hours standing in frigid temperatures Dang. and total silence. Quote, you have to fight your own demons in the meat-judging cooler, says Aaron, okay. ba- Aaron Beyer, who judged on Texas Tech's 2015 team and coached in 2017. Oh, shit, he was giving back. Yeah. Wow, you love to see that. You do love to see he, it. He can't get out the game. <laughs> meat-judging is <laughs> really you it. against yourself. He's married to it. Dad. It's you against yourself, dude. Yeah. Uh huh. That's what they say. Your number one opponent is you because it's an objective thing that you know all the answers to. It's a matter of you being able to put those together with the most precision. Mm-hmm. It's a lot like podcasting. That's true. Yeah, people make that comparison a lot. So this is good. Maybe, uh, maybe at some point we can have a meat judge on, kind of give us a give us a breakdown of the USDA standards. Sounds like judge. a live stream. Maybe he can judge our meat. There we go. Hey, I, I have another meat-related uh, headline, and I'm sure Dylan's been tagging this. <laughs> like about a thousand times, but late OJ. I wanted to at least bring it up. Oh, does this have anything to do with a hot dog? Maybe no. It's uh, sausage king. Yeah, the uh, Russian sausage king killed in a sauna with a crossbow. Yeah, we we covered this. Did on you get so, to this on circling okay. back? Not that we can't talk about it here, Micah. That's I con- just figured while we were on meat. That's confusing to me. So he was conceivably chatting with his coworkers on his responsibilities in a sauna. And then someone killed him with a crossbow? Uh, yes. He and his partner <laughs> were at an outdoor sauna cabin when they oh, were attacked, sauna. reportedly by two masked assailants. Uh, the Russian oligarch nicknamed the Sausage King you has been- assailant? Yeah. Has been murdered with a crossbow, <laughs> this according to investigators. I was making a workflow jo- uh, joke. I'm, hey, you know. Um, and then li- detectives, detectives found the body of, uh, of the Sausage King- who owns some of Russia's largest meat processing plants in the sauna with a crossbow next to it? Yeah, the the murderer uh, left the the weapon behind, which is something you don't really see. You also don't see a lot of murders with crossbows. No, so I don't know how hard it is to sausage take king, the weapon back. Tyrion, anybody that Daryl comes in contact with, and that's Sa- it. the sausage king is no more. It's, well, well, that means there there's a new sausage a new, king title is available. King, a new king in town. <laughs> Are you going to stake your one claim? King, the new big swinging f- dick of the sausage industry. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you have claim to the throne. I don't, I, I don't think I do, David. I, I don't know a whole lot about sausage, actually. Thank you for... Uh, thank you. You'll have but to no. find out how it's made. How is the thing about it? Made? You don't want to see, I'll tell you that. It's kind of gross. You guys got anything else on meat judging? Uh, you know what? I do have one other thing. <laughs> 
Jesus. <laughs> this works into a plug. I'm I'm gonna walk out. Yeah, I knew it. I knew well, it. it. No, tonight I'm I'm cooking a giant uh, porterhouse steak. Where can we read about that? Where well, can we follow you. You can't. <laughs> you can see it. I'm going to post some some photos of Micah's beef of the week on Instagram at oh. Micah Weiner. M I C A H W I E N E R. This will only enhance his, his followers. Sure hope so. Do you get any followers from this podcast? Be I'm, honest. Man, this is, this is the only currency I have is to try and beg for followers. <laughs> this is really the most value that this podcast, this platform provides for me. Maybe you can co-opt, uh, maybe tag meat smokers only while you're at it. But hey, you know. Just, I think I will. Just, just I think I will. Thank you, KJ. Yeah, Shout player. out to uh, the Claw Daddy. Yeah. I don't know what tomfoolery that gentleman is into, but... Jeez, he is uh, Claudette Creations. With, yeah, some serious. Is Clayton? Yeah, he's, he's a, a whole nother level beyond like really the t- bullshit that I do in my backyard. Dude. He's like cooking on like swinging discs over it, fire and shit. I don't even know what it, to say. He, uh, it looks like he's like filming a um, like a, a TV commercial. It always looks like this great. He's always at a ranch. There's always mm-hmm. like a fire pit involved, and he has like all the utensils. He doesn't have to like bootleg it and like use like a, a kitchen fork to. He's just got everything. Man, he's a founder of the hashtag Moist Movement. <laughs> moist meats. You had a similar one back in college, if I recall. Yeah, it was the Moist Initiative. You were in on that. I don't think I was. He had a bad lunch. Didn't make it back to uh, the dorm in time. That was the Moist Movement, right? Oh, yeah, I was just ah. a big fan. I wasn't actually in it. <laughs> <laughs> you were just always there rooting me on. Mm-hmm. Good Let's dude. do some sports, people. You want to talk Masters? Yeah. Why not? This is our uh, unofficial preview. This isn't even going to be a preview. We'll do no, like the yeah. real preview next Monday. This is just kind of like, hey, start thinking Masters. We're a week out. Uh, I wanted to start diving into the Masters, I guess, like I said, we're a week out. As you all know way better than me, uh, they've made some adjustments to this year's event. No par three contests, so Tony Finau will, you know. Still the most underrated. Notably be on two feet that have not been de- – or ankles that won't be broken. Uh, the greatest athletic feat of our time. <laughs> and uh, that's not a pun. The pun was intended. It the was a pun. Size 16 Jordans. Pops his ankle back into place and then goes out and – Top 10? Top yeah, 15? T10. You know, uh, the part three contest, the whole, like, funnel green situation and all the, the, the pins are located at the lowest point, it, like, so many, ho- like, holes in one. It's, yeah. a little, it's a little annoying. What do you call the? Uh, you don't like it, seeing dope shots. It, it's just it, it. I thought you were a big fan of uh, Dude Perfect. You know, oh, okay. j- you know Jack Nicholas's <laughs> grandson when he hit the uh, the hole in one, all that all that stuff. Like if you hit it within like a, uh, you know, a, a fifteen foot radius of of the, it all funnels down into the into the hole. Into the area, you're right. It's, a, it's kind of annoying. Look, it's it's part of the allure. Wow. I didn't even know that taking the a, fun all out of the par three contest over here. Yeah, jeez, fucking <laughs> no fun league over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not going to really miss it that much. I mean, I'm, I'm really missing Jack. I mean, I mean, I would love to see him out there in the par three and maybe just kind of his thoughts on like what transpires tomorrow. Jeez, I knew that was. He's made some news oh. recently. He'll he'll still be celebrating. That's that's why he's unavailable. Um, Folks. What are, are, are they bibs? Is that what the painter's outfit looking thing is called? Yes, What's the caddy white, bib. Caddy bib. Yeah, that's the only cool thing when you see like someone out there with their kid, and they're both that's wearing cool. like matching. Bibs. I guess like, that's smoking that's... hot wife in it. Or I realize I kind of sound yeah. like a dickhead. I mean, it is it, it's it's cool, but it's you know that's that's the only thing I've enjoyed. What's split tees? They're playing split tees due to you know less daylight, obviously. Right. I mean, it's in November. What is that? 
I believe that means they're teeing off on 10 and 1 at the same time. I think. So is that like just mm, to fit more rounds? different than shotgun? Uh, shotgun start, you have someone start on each hole. Oh, yeah. So last year, last year when, when Cat won, it was the first time in Masters history that the final round was played from split tees since tee times were pushed forward due to bad weather. Forget about that aspect. Am I right? Does it just mean team yeah. off on the back yeah, yeah, side yeah. and the front? Yeah, yeah. At the same so if time? you had 100 okay. players, 50 would start on one, 50 would start on 10. I don't know the numbers. So you, I'm yeah. just saying. You're going to so, have a similar okay. weekend because you're always teeing off on the back side on weekends. Anyway, um, <laughs> they'll, they'll be able to fit more golf in a shorter period of time, which I didn't even consider like the whole yeah. daylight saving situation. They which, didn't save yeah. enough this year. Um, <laughs> and then the note that I was most thrown off by, college game day will be present in northeastern Georgia. Because we're coming to your city. Yeah. <laughs> and theoretically, and Lee Corso <laughs> will still be in his uh, backyard, you know, fenced in or screened in pool. But Des, if he's you know, post-COVID, Kirk and uh, what am I missing? Pollard. Oh, Pollard too, but Chris. Is Chris Fowler still doing Chris it? Fowler. Yeah. How yeah. could you forget no, Chris Fowler's Fowler? No, Fowler's not Chris there. Chris is the name I, oh, I yeah, skipped over. There. Fowler's not there. It's not? uh it's the other guy. Oh Fowler yeah. Fowler's moved on. Be, it's yeah. uh shit. Oh see, I'm not seeing it. It's not must see for me anymore. Um yeah. It's, I, it's it hasn't been must see all season. It's I, just it's just not the same. Can I tell you exactly how this goes down? Reese Davis is who we're Reese, Reese Davis. How could you forget the great so Reese generic. Davis? <laughs> uh this goes down like this. It underwhelms. You watch it because it's on and it's new and it's different. They do a lot of unnecessary like uh, bits. Rinaldi. Yeah. Oh, Rinaldi! Rinaldi might make you cry twice mm, on that set. And there will be yeah, there will be a lot of like just overly done like um, you know masters piano stuff. But this all ends when Lee Corso puts on the Bryson hat in his prediction, and okay. that is what he will do. Mark my words. In lieu of mascot head, he will put on the Bryson hat. You don't think he puts on a tiger head? He's probably, they probably have a couple laying around already for the mask, all the Tigers mascots. I think that's the not-so-fast mascot head he grabs. Not so and then fast. goes Ooh, with the yeah, yeah, capital yeah. Okay. D, capital K, Bryson uh, Kangol hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was a Kangol? Is that not what it is? That's not, well, I guess not a Kangol. It's a you know, whatever, bowler he, hat. But he has to wear it like Samuel Jackson. <laughs> or like Gate Mike. Or who's the other comedian? Eddie Griffin. OG uh, Emmett Smith. OG. Oh, God. Uh, Bryson is favored to win. I've got the odds in there. We can save that for next week. But, yeah, yeah we've got about a week to well, think about that. There is one other thing yeah. uh, that I found out about the Masters today. As Randy told me, it's three rounds, right? <laughs> you didn't have to do him like that. He's riding so high oh, up his stairs. <laughs> He's not a golf guy. He's not a golf Sorry. guy. He's a disc golf Had guy. Had to do it. Yeah, he's a wow. Nighttime disc golf guy too. He's a frolfer. No, he is. Him and J Bone plays frolf. Yeah. You ever play with J Bone? Oh yeah, all time. Wow. He's Deans. never beaten J Bone though. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, guys, come on. I mean, no, I'm actually, pretty, no, no, he's I'm, never beaten. I'm pretty good. Uh, I just, I, pretty good. I can't imagine. <laughs> no, he's not bad. I can't imagine playing any athletic endeavor where I consistently <laughs> lost to Jared. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. I quit. Uh, I have ping pong. He was very good. Ping he was pong. very good. good I quit pong. playing him though because I just couldn't beat him and I couldn't handle the humiliation. Uh, what do we have to do to get you, Human Randy, and J Bone out on a disc golf course? I'll play two. I'll round out the foursome if that's even possible. You know, Jared has offered to play us yeah. in a uh, scramble situation. Him versus me, you, and Will. We would be playing a scramble. We would win. I don't. I don't know. I have mm. no idea. 
I don't know. I've done it once. It ain't pretty if you're not good. I'm really bad at throwing a frisbee. I am too. It's you got to factor in the wind. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. <laughs> you guys got anything else on the Masters? Nope. Okay. Not for now. More next week. Let's get to college football. Turn it up. This is our college football segment of the week. Um, we spent about an hour this morning trying to figure out how to pronounce the uh, backup quarterback at Clemson's name. And KJ, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and let you hop in there. DJ. That's his name. I'm going to call him <laughs> DJU. <laughs> I like DJU. Clemson struggles but picks up the dub against BC. Was it ever in doubt for y'all? Uh, it was. I mean, they actually. were down big. I mean, they were still down two touchdowns in the in into the late third quarter. I think. Right. Uh, they're a much better team. And then you start watching the game and you realize they're a much better team than Boston College. It's not. That's not a some sort of breaking news. But uh, did you notice DJU's chain that he went that he wore getting onto the bus? Oh no! Did it? Uh, he's got hang swag. Low? Yeah. It it actually didn't hang low. It hanged high. Okay. It was weird, and I loved it. He is um, or was the number one pro-style quarterback recruit in the country, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. I can believe that. And I believe Clemson has the number one uh, dual threat I also be- on their roster. Both of them were number one, and it may have been one different styles or just total overall. So PJ, and I won't try his last name. D- yeah, also. Uh, Dylan and I this morning were, were talking about it, and we were doing a little research into him and his high school career. First of all, this kid's a unit. Uh, six five, like two forty five out of fella. out of high school. Watched a video of him at uh some kind of camp. He was a sophomore. Justin Fields is a senior. Justin Fields throws one seventy five yards. He goes up there and just guns one eighty five yards as a sixteen year old. As a sixteen year old, a, a very big sixteen year old, but sixteen nonetheless. So the, did he look like a sixteen year old Dylan, but a little bit bigger? He, he this this dude's pretty thick. Yeah. His yeah. lower body is. is I'm, I'm just talking about the throw. Um, it had some force. Yeah, he could probably, he, he, he could probably get me. His comp, yeah. Wow. This is my favorite thing about him. His comp per, I think it was Max Preps, coming out of high school was Jamarcus Russell. Another unit. Generational arm strength. Which, again, Dylan with the arm strength. I, I don't mean, know if it's generational. It probably Similar is. Similar to yeah. generational we'll see. We'll see what Parks has. <sighs> oh, wow. Wish he'd pick up a football. Oh, oh, oh no, man! I didn't. No, I mean whatever he wants to do, I'm okay with. He just hasn't. That's not what you're, I'm he kidding. hasn't really taken to sports yet, but that's okay. He is. He has done one more jujitsu class than I have, so <laughs> he is in. In Same. as far as combat sports goes, he is far ahead of me. He was such a trooper during that. Oh, what a what a guy! He's like, why does Dad want me to choke this dude out? I don't understand. It was, it was so obvious he was not into it, but he went out there and he 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 rolled around the mat a little bit, just to make me happy. I think, and it was it was cute. Very cute. Mega cute scene. I could still whip his ass, though, so yeah. it, it didn't work. But. Yeah. One day, though. Yeah. One day he's going to take your back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, game day at Clemson. Uh, oh, Clemson-Notre Dame. No Trevor Lawrence due to the ongoing COVID-19 diagnosis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, the, they have to go through multiple cardiac tests, is my understanding. And according to Dabo, is that he won't complete all of those tests in time to play in the game, which... That sounds, oh, my gosh, guy is falling. Like, Notre Dame is ranked three, four, five, somewhere in top five. These are two top five teams. If they lose, Clemson, if they were to lose, Clemson would be ranked fourth or fifth. Like, it's not going to change their season at all. Because, plot twist this year, Notre Dame is playing an ACC schedule, and in order to complete that schedule, they would have to theoretically play Clemson again in December. And Trevor Mm -hmm. will be there for that. So, 
they really don't have as much to lose as like it seems like right now. Interesting. Yeah. It would be pretty demoralizing for Notre Dame should they should they just get rolled by a backup. Now I know he's an, obviously a, a generational arm strength backup, <laughs> but after uh, how they looked against BC and then you get wiped yeah. out by him, yeah, yeah, which I think is likely to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I haven't seen the line on that, but. I mean, imagine I think being it's a down team. to three and a half. Oh, I'm hammering. It was at six at one point. I think it's down. Due to due to my uh, strenuous research this morning on DJU, I'm all in. I think I don't think Trevor's getting that job back. I'll say it. Uh, well, he's getting uh, Wally okay. Pipp. Okay, unless he decides to walk out and directly. <laughs> he should walk to New York. Like he's, right. he's getting that job. Back. He's getting his job back. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying. I was gonna say, imagine being the team that finally got over the hump and beat. Uh, a great team, and then only to get just completely demolished in the conference championship game. Like, oh, I don't know who did that last year. Oh, Texas. Speaking of, okay, <laughs> okay, Texas had a good weekend. You know, come on. You want to talk Texas? That was, that was a reach. Yeah. It was a reach. <laughs> um, wait, wasn't Baylor in the? Wasn't it Baylor? No, no. I'm talking, I'm thinking about Texas beating uh, Oklahoma yes, yes, and yes. then Kyler murdering them. In the Big 12 title game. You know he's undefeated at AT&T Stadium. I picked both of those games correctly, by the way. I said Texas would beat OU in the regular season and then lose to OU when the championship game came. I'm I'm an honest Texas fan. Never heard that before. (laughs) Oh, it's on tape. How did this game go? I podcast about it, actually. I told you, I didn't see much of it. I did see that that defensive end is the truth. Can't remember his name even now. Joseph Osai. Yeah. Game changer. He had a monster bowl game last year, I believe. Uh yeah, the dude is is sick. Actually, he played. I believe he played linebacker last year. They put him on the ground, wow. put his hand on the ground this year. Um, he's very good. Look, the Texas defense finally showed up. They played pretty well, well, well enough to obviously stay in the game with against Oklahoma State. What year is he? Um, he's going. He's NFL after this. I think he's either a junior. Cool. Or I can't wait to get him in a Mike Nolan defense. See what he can do <laughs> off the edge there. He's he's pretty sick, man. Um. I, I didn't watch most of the second half, unfortunately, because I had to take my son trick-or-treating. Okay. And so I was looking at scores on my phone, looking at updates, and uh, I was like, oh, shit, it's going to overtime. Got home, and that's when I found out that Texas pulled it off. Just uh, a, a big-time game that they absolutely needed. Sam uh, had some really impressive uh, fourth-down conversions. Mm-hmm. His last five minutes was excellent. Yeah, it was. The, uh, it really the was. There was he one was pretty average. One fourth-down conversion they scored a touchdown on, and he was – Flushed out of the pocket, had to roll out and hit some guy on the run. It was very pretty. Uh, Texas did something I don't think I've ever seen any team do, and that's basically shut down Chuba. Yeah. Um, that yeah. was clearly their game plan, yeah. and shout out to Texas because they executed. Yeah, forced but, a bunch of turnovers too, and just pretty good game from Texas. They were patient with that too. They they allowed – I can't remember the receiver's name, but they allowed Spencer Sanderson, the receiver, to – have a pretty strong first half, if Wallace, not. Wallace, I believe his yeah. name is. and he's good. Tylon Wallace, maybe something like that. But they, but he wasn't going to beat him alone, and that yeah. that takes nuts for your coach to be like that guy's eating over there. He had like 130 yards yeah. by its halftime, if if not more, and they just they let it happen, played the long game, and it worked. So shout out to uh, big time Texas. win. He was having such a good first half that he got feed me tattooed on his tummy. In half. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Like, why do you have a tattoo artist like in the locker room? They uh they went off in the in the locker room after the game. Did you guys see this? Texas did. Yeah. I I see. Uh, I think Herman might have crowd surfed. I believe he did. You don't see that very often. I've not no. seen the video, but I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how this play out. Just some just some good old old fashioned. I've got to say, I, I love when you get video and and plays from the locker room. 
I think it's yeah. It gives you an insight to you know, you know as, the as joy someone, of uh, as someone of who's never on. been in a locker room. It's nice to see what it what goes on inside the locker room like that. You know, if I'm a player who thought Texas was falling apart at They're the seams, to out. see all the players bought in like that, yeah, and you know, doing it for their gram, God. I respect that. Like except was, for this, if I was like a blue chip quarterback who just decommitted, I would, <laughs> I would probably recommit right like right away if this happened. You got to think so. Yeah. Got to love the vertical ID sticking out of that kid's uh, phone case too. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I will say, um, on the heels of the uh, Eyes of Texas controversy and just the general yep. lackluster season, like this seems big. Like it, this is a good thing to see if you're a Texas. Yeah, and fan. look, and right. look. Let's be honest. Oklahoma State was not the sixth best team in the country, but I don't they think had a so. good defense. They had some players on offense, and not a bad team at all. No, I'm glad you said that because I couldn't. I can't bitch about. Some of the SEC wins that I didn't think were that big of a deal yeah. and not noted here. But, again, going on the road, they were com- a competent team. It's a yeah. good win for Texas. Oh, big time. It is. Uh, counterpoint, didn't Texas win the turnover battle 4-0? to zero, And you still need a heroic fourth quarter in overtime to get there? Well, we'll talk about it's teams like that win turnover, turnover battles here you later on. <laughs> you know, it's very much a part of the game. Uh, well, I'm, I mean, I, it is part of the game. But if you win the turnover battle by four point uh, by four, you should win the game by more than a touchdown in overtime. Look, Texas is not a great football team. That's true. <laughs> I, I will just say this. If you're a Big 12 fan, are you upset today because your one remaining undefeated team has now lost? I'm just saying. I, I, I don't care much for that thought process with the exception of the fact that if this was the SEC, nobody would be – like saying, oh, the SEC's hopes are dashed. They would I, be hate talking the th- I hate the thought process. I'll yeah. go ahead and say it. I, I've never understood, like, oh, if we can't be good, at least someone in our conference can represent yeah. for us. Who gives a shit? Yeah, we won games. Either, either you're good or you're not. Who cares about Great. the guys you're trying to beat if they have a successful season and, and make your conference proud? It, that's for bottom-dwelling SEC there, teams. Sorry. There are, uh, <laughs> no offense taken. There's also economic real, uh, you know, realities in place with that Not as well. for anyone who says it, though. <laughs> that's true yeah do fans really care how rich their programs are like, that's like when really people talk about rankings like what I, do you care i didn't mean to single out ratings i mean. there by the way i was just speaking <laughs> generally like, I know that's you. what the kentuckys and the tennessees say Thank about, you. like they're just cut co- they ride coattails they do Flames. they do um i just want to point out that didn't this podcast or mainly was maybe it was me didn't we kind of adopt Mississippi State like week one or two? And then I think they've scored like two points since. We've let them go quietly into the we night. single-handedly ended the air raid. Like, I don't know what happened. I did see the note that Mike Leach had never been blown out, like blanked in 18 years of coaching. He's now been blanked twice this year. Um, I, I, have, I obviously have not been watching. They've stopped being featured. Uh, things aren't good yet, but they've got to get a line that can do what he needs them to do. They also the have assault. about half the team in the transfer portal right now, so things aren't going well in, yeah. in Stark Vegas. Um, I want to hit the uh, Internet Party Bowl, Michigan State beating Michigan. Oh, yeah. Uh, in Ann Arbor. Dude, I, does Harbaugh does stink? Harbaugh, how, how does he have a job still? Does like, he stink? I'll, I don't know if he stinks or not, but I think that that attitude wears thin on people. One and six in Ann Arbor versus Michigan State. Unless you're winning. That's true. Unless you're winning. And Ohio State. And Ohio State. How he has a job is the fact that right now no one's looking to cut a check for buyouts. I'd be very surprised if if Texas did or any of these big schools did. They have the money, but, you know, it's not a good look to be in the headlines that you're cutting programs or people are taking pay cuts and then you're paying someone not to work for you in the same year. Harbaugh's buyout's $10 million if he were to get fired after this year, $5 million after next year. 
it is a lot of talk about them not re-upping his contract going into the next year. Um, but I, I just don't see anything changing for now for him. Shout out to Mel Tucker, former uh, Jacksonville Jaguar uh, coordinator and interim coach, getting his uh, to seem like win in his first year. An absolute home run hire when they landed him too. Mm-hmm. Oh, Harbaugh, yes, Harbaugh, yeah. However many years ago it was, it's pretty shocking. Uh, Bama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Florida, Georgia, all. All rolled in their games. I um, did want to also own up to the fact that I said keep an eye on that Kansas State-West Virginia game because <laughs> West Virginia was favored at home by like three, and they killed Kansas State. It was not State. close. Not at all. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. I, I like K-State, and North Carolina was also my big boy stacks pick of the week, and uh, they lost to an unranked team uh, in an embarrassing fashion, like 44-41, I think. Mm-hmm. Not great. Um. One note from the Baylor-TCU game, which was a bad game. Yet again, Baylor's offense looked absolutely stagnant, like historically bad, like pre-Briles years bad. Um, I think it's Larry Fedora is the mm-hmm. OC. Um, so they had the weird thing earlier in the week where two their two running backs, John Lovett and Treston Ebner, who they're both prospects, NFL prospects in some capacity. Uh, they opted out, or the, the report was they were opting out. And then – Mid season, yeah. Oh, and then a couple a couple days later, they said, "No, no, no, we're back in." But <laughs> this is the weird thing: Baylor does the thing where the leadership they 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 have like a leadership council, yeah. And a couple of the play or a few of the players um, get the single digit numbers. Mm-hmm. I, this is probably fairly common because those are highly coveted, yeah. right? Uh, those guys, those two running backs, previously had single digit numbers. They were stripped of their single digit numbers. As uh, oh. retribution for them considering to opt out, and then, uh, then they went out there and played and took all the snaps, and it was just it, it was weird. It looked like there's it looks like there's something wrong in, in the locker room. Baylor made it a game late. Um, I think that's mainly because TCU is very bad as well. They're better than Baylor, but they're they're not good. You got to think that that them changing numbers is terrible for their jersey sales and their name image likeness money coming to them. Are they going to get that check like you did? <laughs> yeah, if if uh NCAA is being made somewhere and getting sued in 6 years, they'll collect a check. <laughs> TCU though, I mean, look, shout Boo. out to them. Gary P uh Boo. Have we ever talked <laughs> about the Gary P towel uh Oh, is he chew a towel? See pull uh No, he just has the the young lady who follows him around with the towel in the in the water bottle. Oh yeah. And, and she, he wipes his head and gives it back to her. I've seen that. And the way yeah. he does it, like I know he's not a bad guy. He makes terrible music and is um Oh yes. I don't know. Oh, I just okay. I don't like him. Uh we've got one listener who's like really deep into TCU. Good. Um But anyway, like it's just it's awkward the way he just like has the sweat towel and he just hands it back to the girl and um I don't know. It just looks very dis- like I don't know. It's it's just it's a bad look. It's awkward. I don't know if anybody else noticed. Has noticed I have not that, noticed that one. Well, then I'll fuck off and let's talk about <laughs> the NFL. Is it NFL time? We have to. How long have we waited for that? Bills beat the Pats. They've lost four in a row. I didn't get to watch any of this game. I saw some highlights or lowlights. Yeah, I caught quite a bit of it via red zone. It's difficult to see the plays in between, obviously, with red zone, but I, it didn't feel like Cam Newton was the reason that they were losing. If anything, he was kind of a big part of why they were in a position to win the game at the end. They were already in score. They were in scoring position, correct? Or, let's see, they were down three. They were down three. They were in field goal uh, range, yes. and he fumbled. 
He fumbled at the end, yeah. And man. After look, he had broken a pretty good run. Yeah, the look that he had on his face, like, I went to go see my nephew's game on Saturday, and a little, like, six-year-old kid or something was, like, punting a ball to a friend, punted a ball, and it hit, like, maybe a five-month-old baby that was just oh, being no. held by mom, and immediate screams, and everybody looks around, and I look back at that kid, and that kid's face looked just like Cam Newton's did when he fumbled the ball. Like, he's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. I, I fucked up, didn't <laughs> It I? just melted. And mm. I felt bad for Cam in the moment, but. Well, know. the ramifications there are pretty significant. Oh, yes. The Bills go to six and two, whereas they lost, they would have gone to six and three. And New England now falls to two and five, so they would have been only a game behind in the division. Now their season is close to over. Mm-hmm. Um, and his and, career, is and Cam, it seems unlikely to sign a big extension in New England anyway. Yeah. Uh, he can't really throw the football this season, which is a bit of a problem. He was ran it very effectively yesterday, but I know there's a ton of bad teams. Is New England gonna sneaky uh, land a top five pick? Or do they even have a first round pick? They do year? have a first round pick. Okay, I don't see them tanking for Trev. Not intentionally, but I mean, in order to do that, what do you do? You ship Cam somewhere. I don't know who would take Cam Newton. Well, I mean, Cam's deal. on a minimum deal, they, right? The, so you can cut will, or trade him, whatever. I wouldn't be surprised if they just start shipping dudes left Correct. and right. That's the um, weird thing about this year is there aren't enough bad teams that would take on a player that might potentially improve their yeah. abilities because you got Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence out. It's also so much salary cap uncertainty Correct. without with COVID and everything else. Nobody wants to take on uh, contracts. It's interesting. Cam's finding himself in the position I think Tebow did after a while where you know, people knew Tebow could win, that there were some elements of his game that weren't up to snuff. But in order to have a player like Tebow on your team, you had to build – a team in that direction, you know, good running game, a lot of tight ends, you know, not depending on downfield throws. And you can't do that for, you'd have to do it now for cam and you just can't afford to do that for somebody who's basically going to be backup quality. So mm-hmm. does he have any deep threats? Edelman's out. That's also the weird thing. They too. Don't have like, they have nobody. And last year you got all those excuses for Brady and you don't get them for cam. It was like, Oh, it's cam's fault this year. Last year it was all the receivers. Hmm. He does know. have uh what's the, who's the uh, running back, the white dude, Rex, uh, Burkhead. Burkhead. Burkhead, yeah. Burkhead. North Platinum, Nebraska zone. In my fantasy corner update, um, yeah, I've been having to start Fantasy him. alert. Just really crushing <laughs> it. Yeah, that's not good. It's not great. Uh, the, I wish I would have got to watch this game. I, I picked the Rams. It wasn't close, right? Tua no. and the Dolphins take down L.A. Didn't they make it a game? Did they late? make it one late? Uh, this thing was out of hand yeah. for most of it, though. The okay. Dolphins had a punt return touchdown. They had, I think, a pick six. There was They had, had two mm-hmm. defensive touchdowns. Two didn't play great, but they, they were in command here. The Dolphins jumped out early and, and pretty much kept the uh, kept the Rams a couple arms lengths Ramsey away. Ramsey got hurt early in the game, too. I mean, Aaron Donald was being Aaron Donald. He was doing his thing. But, they just, again, those two uh, non-offensive touchdowns really pushed it out. Yeah, I was kind of rooting for um, – not that I want to see Tua fail, but I still – I was not ready to part ways with Fitzpatrick. And I know – I don't know what the if, what the the mood was before this game in, in Miami for, for that move, for that call. Yeah, I did see rumbles about why the timing of that, because we all said it was kind of weird, was the fact that the Dolphins have two of the Texans for, like, their first and second pick when they shipped Laramie Tunsil. Um, in that whole situation, shout out to Bill O'Brien. And mm. the Dolphins' position is basically like we've got to figure out if we want to keep Tua or we could take get some the and package one some pick. of these picks, and they would be the team to be able to trade up. There's also I've heard some conjecture that as good as Herbert and Burrow oh, have boy. looked, yes. 
if they made a mistake with Tua, they need to get him on the field and figure it out. Mm -hmm. I I mean, that seems kind of crazy to me. Yeah, I mean, it seems obvious, I think, that Fitzpatrick gives him a a better chance to win right now. Mm -hmm. But there are definitely some other things at play here that... Gosh, I hate that. I'd I'd be pissed if I was a Dolphins fan. Like, I'd be like, let the kid rest, let him learn behind Fitz, and we can be a good team, but they just can't do it. Speaking of Burrow, Bengals beat the Titans. They did? Yeah, there were quite a few surprises this week where teams had almost inexplicable losses. The Packers being the other one where they lost uh, that one, at least a division game to the one in five Vikings, but the Titans can't lose to Cincinnati. Like that's, that's just a bad loss. And I know that they had had three games in 10 days, but they had finally were on full rest and uh, Burrow really carved them up. No turnovers, no sacks. That kid's going to be really good. He's already good. He is good. It's incredible to see how quiet it's gotten around the whole A.J. Green. Like, I want to trade. I want out of here. Oh, wait, no, I'm going to play. Yeah. And now I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, wait, this kid's legit. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, debuts, or rookies at least, we got to talk the Nooch. Give me the Nooch. Ah, the Nooch. Is that what we're calling him, the Nooch? The Nooch. I've, I've seen the Nooch. Um, I think the Nooch is, is the one. I think that's going to stick. Um, he went last night in, uh, replacing Andy Dalton. And um, the results were not shocking. <laughs> uh, he didn't. Uh, he didn't look great. This whole game was. We laughed about it last week, like because it was a turd. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, it was bad. But I, trying to be objective here, it felt like a, a, a decent game to watch because at least there were some big play, like big defensive plays. That's something you want to see as a Cowboy fan, like your defense do something. True. They got Van Der Esch yeah. showed some stuff. They got ran over on like the first couple drives, but then they started turning the ball over. Uh, Trevon Diggs, two picks. That he, was a good sign. He did get wrecked he on did, that one. I'm, he also got burned repeatedly. <laughs> Every other yeah. time he's not making an interception, a spectacular interception, he seems to be getting burned all the time. Up until those picks, that was always the knock, like, oh, he takes risks. You're just going to give up some deep balls. But he'll, he'll hit, and I was like – doesn't look like he's hitting because he got bit burned by Fulgham on a very rudimentary, like up the sideline uh, route. And Carson Wentz looked. I, I'm, I'm finally declaring I'm off the Carson Wentz bandwagon. I've wow. kind of maintained Are you that serious? Like, they're just health reasons away from being competitive. He makes worse decisions. He than stinks. Any quarterback I've seen with the Jags in the last, like I don't know, pre Bortles era, even his, his first getting, fumble. He was getting MVP pub like three years ago. Got some votes for MVP. Yeah, with how he's playing now. I don't know if he was playing better then than he is now, but it's embarrassing. I think his like his mental game has just gone to the shitter. I mean, I don't know what's going on the, with the guy. The he, first fumble he had was one of the more bizarre things you'll ever see because yes. he had about seven seconds yeah. as as the cornerback or safety is running at him to throw it away, mm-hmm. to, to fall down, to do anything. Uh, and it just – he, like, let it – let this dude wrap him up and fumble. And then kept the ball as far away from his body as he well, could the it entire was, time. It, it was strange. It was <laughs> Something really you would strange. expect to see from you would expect Danucci. Danucci to make <laughs> And that you mistake. did. You did. You saw zero At least the awareness. first time Danucci lost a fumble, it came blindside. You know. Yeah. But Carson Wentz had inexplicable bad turnovers. And Danucci was getting those sacks from like all pro D linemen. Like Brandon Graham, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Cox were getting in there and like doing work. Like this was just happening from like, <laughs> yeah. Demarcus yeah. Lawrence had one, but everybody else on the Cowboys was getting home. Danucci's little, uh, like, like he's turning two sidearm shit. Oh my! He's got to stop. He's got. He's just got to stop. The side. You're talking about the sideline one to yeah. Amari that Cooper? one in particular. He did a couple <laughs> sidearm. That one was the worst. I don't how, know. Like, how like did he have zero side. interceptions? I. 
I, I, he was trying. He was actively trying he to, was. to steer the ship into the sun. Well, I don't think he threw a single pass where his feet were set and he like stepped up in the pocket. Yeah. Everything was either off the back foot or side armed. And and to be fair, every, every I did watch panicked. some of him last year because he played at James Madison and yeah. the fiance is a James Madison person. So we watched all the playoff games and I went to the championship. Oh, yeah. And that is sort of his Damn. mo. He's got a little Brett Favre in him, or did, and that helps a lot in D two when you're. When you're slinging it underhand and stuff, that's not going to work. I, I did it's like what Collinsworth had a really good comment in the first quarter where he's like, and that is the biggest difference between college football and the pros when he kind of scrambled out to the right or he rolled right yep. and a giant defensive end just manhandled him. He's like, <laughs> in college, you make that guy miss. You're a better athlete. In the pros, that dude who's 50 pounds heavier than you is it's a better faster. athlete than yeah. you oh, yeah. and just murdered him. We've we've got enough Uncle Rico gifts slash gifs out there. Every time Danucci uh, throws the ball, don't need any more. But that dropping to knee he and was, sidearm was he was sidearming pretty he was bad, sailing over guys' heads. <laughs> it, it, like the receivers, you could see like after they'd run a route, and Cooper looks so dejected. He, he got like, like one. Like, it was almost like what what the fuck you want me to do? Like, I, <laughs> I can't catch that ball. Like why am I even running these routes? I, I felt like it just had like a wheels coming off kind of feel to the. To the offense, God, Cowboys not. win the turnover battle and um, lose the game. Is it Garrett Gilbert time? <laughs> Do we it's ever Andy see Dalton time? Dalton no. is back. <laughs> is, is Dalton back? I don't. I, I don't, don't believe we're Dalton. ever going to see uh, Ben DiNucci again. So um, even if Dalton's back, do you, are you saying is Garrett Gilbert active next week? Is that the question? I think Garrett Gilbert is your number he two. He should next be. Week. You'd be wise to let him let him play. We've seen the Ben DiNucci experience. No, I want to see <laughs> it's, more it's over. No, I want nah, I want Nooch giving. I'm not saying his career's over, but he's not ready. <laughs> I want Nooch giving. Otherwise, I'm not. Look, it's already going to be ruined. Give me Nucci. Oh man, you need double G in there. And you know, maybe he could pull off a Jason Garrett and win one game in his career as a starter right, and it's a Thanksgiving game Thanksgiving. and people will talk about it for years to come. And they go on to win the Super Bowl. Can can we talk about one other thing? Yeah. That Mike McCarthy, that incompetent boob, the only reason Danucci is on this team is because his brother coached him in seventh grade basketball. We don't know if that's we the don't know if that's true or if that's just an amazing I mean, Collinsworth even said <laughs> When it came to the seventh round, he's like, "I gotta swoop this guy up." No one's—you don't draft a guy for that reason, Micah. There's, you, I mean, are you telling me Jerry uh, Jones hasn't Sotnam drafted Singh? guys like, for worse like, reasons than like that? He called his brother. I'm like, hey, uh, we got this kid Danucci. You coached him when he was eight in basketball, not even football. Dude, Jerry's what, what, what's the what's uh, the book hey, on the is a great it's kid. A, dude, <laughs> so you gotta have the Nooch. He's got this wicked a, sidearm pass. We're gonna <laughs> love it. It's a genius him pick. A gif over and over and over. It's a genius pick by Jerry yet again. You got a guy, Danucci. Italians are hot right hey. now. You got the fun name. People are buying the jerseys. They've got the Nooch thing going. Everybody's saying it on Twitter. People are having fun with it, even though it's the worst cowboy season in years. Just have fun with Nooch. I'm an idiot. So Garrett Gilbert was back, was active this game. Yeah. He, he had to have been. He was the backup. You were oh, one belldozer. Oh yeah. Well, I've heard he can sling it. He was. At, um. <laughs> I've been calling for more people to be belldozed by this offense. Just upsetting me. That can we start with Mike Nolan? <laughs> it's upsetting me that a Cowboys jersey was actually made. This says, this says Gilbert on the back. It's upsetting that I, mean, I couldn't believe there were dudes in Philadelphia with number seven Danucci jerseys on you last night. Love the there were there were some gifs of those guys, and they were dancing and having a great time. Shout out to them. The I Nooch respect experiment. it. <laughs> it's over. Oh my God. One note you do have to give McCarthy credit for. It was the most bizarre-looking tantrum, but he rightfully complained about some 
penalty not being called, or maybe it was a PI that was called or something, but he lost his shit. And with this triple XL mask over his face, like he didn't touch it. And I, I credit him for that. Cause every other coach would have ripped off the mask and started dog cussing the refs. He threw down his Denny's menu and like lifted his hat four or five times just to let you know he was angry. And then, you know, went back to the sideline and continued to lose the, the uh, the second Danucci fumble, <laughs> Where the possession was at issue. That was the How, one. That did was they the ever come out and say that that was reviewed? Because it's a turnover. All turnovers are reviewed. Correct. They kept showing the replay on slow-mo on TV, and that's what pissed me off. Because then they're, the very last replay they showed was at full speed. The refs only re- review possession-related items at full at regular speed. You know, So there's, there's no point in saying, well, oh, if yeah. I do this frame by frame, he's got the ball. Well, yeah, if you pause it, he's got the ball for 20 minutes. I, I guess I didn't what know are you that that is, was the case. Is that true? I thought they changed that. They, ha- they have to view any possession thing is always at full speed. Really? So yeah. then when he stripped him, it, it was clear he did have a clutch on the ball. He should have been down. They made a bad call. But what they were showing the viewer, like I think, kind of skewed it way worse. They showed like 20 in slow-mo and shot by shot by shot and then one at full speed. Eagles are now your uh, your leaders in the NFC East. It's so and, great. And they're just bad. It's so great. It's They're just not good. And they got Bart Rager back, Jalen Rager. Just giving him a chance. Just giving him a chance. Walks a hatchy zone. Um, he doesn't look – was he their first-round pick? Second-round. Mm, second. I don't think they had a one this year. Okay. Uh, more of the Carson Wentz trade. They got Hurts in the second, too? So maybe it was Rager. No, was Rager. You're right. You're right. I think it was top, think top was of the second round, though. I think he was in the first. Hey, I'm 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 riffing here. Um, other quick NFL uh, outcomes. Where am I at? I lost my I lost my train of thought here. Um, Chiefs Seahawks both win six one seven one. Colts Colts rolled Lions. Colts are sneaky five and two, and I think the reason they are sneaky is because they got waxed by the Jaguars in Week One, and people yeah. thought they're going to be bad. Um, Steelers are still undefeated. I think that's huge. Yeah. Saints Bears went to overtime. We'll to, talk more about that. Yeah, to to, start, to talk about the Ravens yep. for just one second. By the way, Jalen Hurts the fifty third pick, so in the okay. second middle yep. second round. Gotcha. Um, Ravens now are five and two or mm-hmm. six and two. I I don't know. They have two losses. They're two losses to Kansas City and Pittsburgh, and now this season only the number one seed gets a mm-hmm. buy which essentially means the Ravens have lost both those tiebreakers, Correct. and it's going to be incredibly difficult for them to get that number one seat. So we'll see how that – that's a very tough loss for them at home. I think I had them in the Super Bowl. All three of them will be similar weather, so that won't play a factor. Crowds will play a role, I guess. You've got in-stadium in noise but and travel, but I don't know. It's a weird year for them to make that adjustment, given the fact mm-hmm. that home, home field won't uh, make a big deal. Garoppolo hurt again? Yes. Injures ankle. Nick Mullins finished out the game. And things are just trash there. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know the stat, but the last, like, five of seven Super Bowl losers, you know, Falcons, your nine, going back to, like, your Falcons, Niners, it just doesn't look good for them in the following year. Uh, okay. It'll be interesting to see how numbers get skewed with, let's see, what was it, 12 teams would go to the playoffs every year, six and six on each yeah, side, now and it's now 14. it's 14. But the I think it was, like, on average three – of those six of the prior year would not make the playoffs every single year consistently from both sides. So um, who, who knows what the extra spot. Um, hey, back to the Cowboys yeah. real quick. What did y'all think about BDN's uh, pro combat head uh, sweatband thing? <laughs> Does he have flow that ben he was? Oh. <laughs> A lot of people were calling him BDN. That's an uh, abbreviation for uh... – <laughs> 
N is in Nancy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um I don't think I even noticed it. He's 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 is trying he too hard. Is he overly cocky? He's trying too oh, hard. Oh yeah. If he would have won that game, you were getting some Drew Locke esque energy, which Drew Locke is swagged out still. Yes. They came back to win drip, off a of BS pass Lord. interference and he scored on a really nice play to KJ Hamler. I find him and pretty he, annoying actually. Like cha cha and then secured the bag. He, then, he no longer secures the bag. He hasn't done that in like three he's, years. He's flirting he's with securing, securing the bag. bag. He did dance, and he has a history it of dancing. It was a little bit of a and shot, I, I loved and it. then he, settled in. He apparently gave, ESPN called it a Nuke Rockney s speech at halftime where he fired up his oh, team. No. They scored four touchdowns in the last quarter and a half. They come all the way back. What San is, Diego, or L.A., I'm sorry. L.A.? L.A. is it not firing me up in the lot. L.A. Right. is the first team in NFL history to lose three consecutive games, leading by 17 points. And I think they've lost four mm-hmm. where they've led by 16. They'll fix that. Right, well, yeah, they're going fi- to yeah. fire the Derek Carr. Be the start. Damn it. Derek like Carr it. has a better chance of firing me up in a locker room than that kid. Does. No, Derek Carr's the what? ultimate beta male. What? <laughs> what exactly does a Mitt Romney motivational speech sound like? Nope. Just binders and binders of enthusiasm. What's his name? Binders of plays. Newt, Ro- uh, Newt Rockney. Oh, we're too politahorny in here. Okay. All right, Monday night's game. Let's hey, go ahead and pick that. Wait, we didn't even talk about Mizzou, Florida. You we're going to go off. Well, on we're getting there later. We'll get to that. We're getting yeah. there. Later. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, we, that's we're why getting there. Later. Tuned in. All right, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, Monday night game. Bucks at Giants. Giants are getting twelve points at home. Dylan. Ooh, uh, that's Monday a lot night. of points. Bucks are good, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go Tampa. Do Bay. the song. Let's go Tampa Bay. Do a little bit of the song. What song? Oh, Monday night. Monday night. My guys. Nice. I, I, that's not good. You're okay. Are you ready for my pick? I'm taking the Bucks. Wow. Brady is hot and he's gonna shove it up. Belichick. Wait, let's is go. It, is Antonio su- suiting up? No, is AB he? is not. Is he? He is I, not. He's still not. This they have not had eight oh. games yet. So that's going to sway the. He, oh, sway this the line is week eight. Much, you were right. You're so right. He's got at least they one were more. talking about him playing because he'll debut against the Saints next Sunday night. You're right. Sunday night. <laughs> next <laughs> all the days Sunday of the night. Week. Okay, so Tampa, Tampa, knowing that AB is out, correct? Dylan, Micah. Yeah, I is still, it true I still that AB Tampa. is living with Tom? Or is that like a joke from my? Somebody referenced. Oh, I think that happened last year. Last year definitely happened last year. Yeah, just disgruntled by those feet. Um, They're frozen. You know, Brady bought uh, the the house that he bought in Tampa is Derek Jeter's old house. Yes. Oh, that, that that's like the nicest house in Tampa. It's like enormous. It's like a fort. Yeah. Uh, that people like drive by just to look at it. Like the NDAs are still on the front porch yeah. and the baskets. <laughs> a lot of gift baskets in the back. <laughs> David, what's up, man? Tampa, New York. Um, We're never getting out of this NFL. Segment. These are two teams that are definitely playing. <laughs> Monday night. That's tonight. Uh, let me go with the. These guys want bucks. I'm gonna bust a bitch and fade these hoes. Well, you're wow, a big NF- NFC East guy. Give me the New York Football Giants with the points. That is. I'll take Tampa to allow your fade to be legit. Um, we'll do more of a midseason review projections on Thursday night. Was- Dude, I just got a text. Turns out all my rowdy friends are coming over tonight. They all texted you. Yeah. Group, group chat. We all forgot to listen to the Chubby Checker or whatever the song is they're doing this year because I still haven't heard it. I've not been paying attention for is the it opening. Che- is it's it not. Twist? I don't know what it is, but it's it's like an old uh, Little Richard song. I guess I'm not ready. Or Ray Charles. Lucille. <laughs> it's called Rip It Up. 
Rip it up. Let's, let's Who's it originally Richard. by? Little, Little Richard. Richard. Little Richard. Great tune. I was, I was on the way. All right. Combat and sports. Rest in peace, minute. by the way. And I'll make the joke I made before. It is somehow performed by uh, someone. The Pentatonics? <laughs> it might as well be. F- no, I think it was Smash Mouth. Because <laughs> that's how we like our football. <laughs> Just, it's true. Just people getting belled. I uh, know they they are uh, the revamped version of the 1956 classic, features new instrumentals and backing vocals by someone calling themselves Butcher Brown. Oh yes, I forgot. Great. Charcoal. Butcher Brown's the modern artist of this song. Correct. Correct. Okay. I have, Monday I have night. No, no comment on Butcher <laughs> Brown. Need to review the tape. Hey, is it time for a CSM, a Combat Sports Minute? I believe it is, David. Did you get to watch this fight? It's time. It's time. For the combat low en- sportsman. Low energy Peter Bachelor. It's time. <laughs> There's not much crossover there yeah. between the audiences, yeah. and I apologize. Um, Anderson Silva, the great. Why does it seem like someone re- is retiring every week in 2020, Dan? You know? Well, Anderson Silva enough. didn't actually say he retired. Dana White just said, I'm not booking him again. He's got to stop fighting. He's going to go to Bellator. Is he, he just getting throttled? Yeah, he's been no, beat recently. he was recently. competitive in the first He was round. competitive, but dude needs to stop fighting. What's the value uh, yeah. of, if you're Dana White? Like, what's the point of going out there and saying that? Like, I don't know. And he does this often. Like, I forget who he did it with before. He was like, you, this guy's got to stop fighting. Oh, he did it's it like, with uh, Johnny Hendricks. Yeah. It's like he's still under contract with with the with the UFC. I think they've got a couple. So he fought style. Although, Bender. actually, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Anderson Silva did put out a statement saying goodbye to life as a fighter. So I guess he did did retire mm. after. Hello, he's, he's life still, is a lover. Damn it. Beat me to it. <laughs> God damn. That's the Dorn life. <laughs> we were oh, Dr. Dude. Pepper Challenge just running, right. trying to force that ball in, and I did not get I there apologize. in time. I <laughs> apologize. You went for, like, the tradition. Exactly. I went overhand. Steps, and I, I just <laughs> underhand tossed it. Uh, John Jones. The video of it is on here. I don't know if we can pull that up. We don't have to pull I, it. I didn't it's, send it it's to It's security Rain, cam photo from what I assume is John Jones' either house or wherever he trains. But he does a lot of training at home. So I think this is his, his little compound in Albuquerque. And uh, unless you believe this is like a false flag, which I don't, um, someone tried to break into the wrong set of cars. Yeah, I was thinking during lunch, uh, if you're going to like list, like rank like the worst houses to try and break into – John Jones is, is up there. Yeah, and uh, to make it even more terrifying, John Jones throws open the garage door. Not not, he, not that he would even need this, but he is just just strapped yeah, up with John a Jones w- without without a weapon is terrifying enough. John Jones uh, he keeps a, that piece on it with the tule on him, <laughs> and it's ho- hopefully the guy was fast. Do you think way. before John Jones like approached him, he had to let him know that like his his fists are registered legal weapons? <laughs> <laughs> lethal weapons in, in the state of uh, New Mexico. Announcement. Also, I have to let you know that I'm both on cocaine and these are registered weapons. <laughs> I'm on gas station boner pills. <laughs> Don't disown StamRx. I'm sorry. Um, no, no one was hurt. And John Jones, as he patted himself on the back, he's like, he's lucky I had restraint. Like, yeah, I'm glad you didn't, you know. Murder a man for a retreating man. Abode. Yeah, for <laughs> That would have been bad. Very, very bad. Would have been bad. Um, but maybe this is a sign of John Jones' ongoing maturity <laughs> as he transitions to a heavyweight. Uh, he was running after that guy with intent. Like, he, he was he was going for You're, it. He was chopping a barefoot, too. Yeah, with the shotgun in his hands. 
Um, it looked very uh, Elmer Fudd esque, like the yeah. length of the shotgun just sprinting with like yeah. a four feet of gun in front of you on the video. It looks like I don't know. What if he pulled out the uh, the Jack Nicholson uh, extremely long pistol from Batman, <laughs> the Michael I... Keaton Batman, <laughs> one of my favorite guns. Um, we had some other fights. We didn't get to this. We saved it for the combat sports minute. Bear Saints, what happened here? I didn't see what led up to this. I just saw some helmets. No idea. Punched. Yeah, the the guy who took uh who took the beating, he's like he took him. He didn't know what was going on either. Took him by surprise. That guy is none other than Chauncey Gardner William Johnson. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Hyphenated last name. If that sounds familiar, it may be uh, because you recall Michael Thomas got suspended for a game for punching a teammate in practice two weeks ago. That person. Chauncey Gardner Johnson. You guys can't stop so, taking beatings, uh, man. I would, I would uh, probably go so far as to say he's probably bringing it on himself. What led oh. to this? Oh, one, I'm victim blaming. You 100%. are. One hundred percent. What started this was two plays before, maybe it was a series before. I don't know. Javon Wims, who nobody's ever heard of, tight end, who wide receiver for? <laughs> for the Bears. Wims. Uh. <laughs> uh was was being guarded by Gardner Johnson. After the play, a little bit of shit talking occurs. Gardner Johnson reaches out, rips off the mouthpiece off of Javon Wim's helmet, and throws it at him. Mm. So it's not quite as strong as like the Keep Talib Michael Crabtree like chain rip, which oh jeez, I remember watching that and being like, yep, Michael Crabtree had to throw some hands at that one. But two, three, four players plays later, Javon Wims is back on the field being covered by somebody else. Play occurs, and Javon Wims thinks it takes upon himself to track down Gardner Johnson, runs up, and they call it an open-hand punch. I would call it a smush. Basically throws a smush hand at his face mask because you're not going to try to break your hand on a face mask. Gardner Johnson shows you that he's a pro because then he looks over and he's like, fuck, oh, wait. And whenever Wims throws the next punch, if you see it, Gardner Johnson turns his head away. Like, takes the fade, but keeps his hands down. So he knew he was going to get punched, but he's like, he'll get kicked out if I just keep yeah. my hands he down. He also knew he was wearing a helmet. <laughs> so a punch from a man's bare hand is not going to hurt him. And he went in to grab the face mask, which is what you do. It's, That's, not, it's not quite the whole gloves, got to control shirts, man's head. whatever, uh, Mighty oh, Ducks, yeah. I butchered the Glo- line. Stick, gloves, shirt. So it's not quite that talent, but if you get another man's face mask, you've got some control. Um, who did uh, Andre Johnson fight? Uh, Cortland, 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 Cortland Finnegan. 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 Yes, that was that he was had a history a, as well. That was a good one. That took like two or three games to happen. Uh, another day, we can go back and and do best uh, on field or on. I feel like Andre Ryzen had a really good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then his uh, his ex burned down his mansion. <laughs> Rest yeah. in peace, left eye. TLC. <laughs> Who uh, who did the Cowboys' offensive line fight after their quarterback, their backup quarterback, was knocked out? What was that dude, Bostic? That's right, they didn't fight him at all. I'm just saying. <laughs> didn't do anything. They just let it happen. I'm glad that you said that because the game we didn't talk about in college football was Missouri and Florida. I mentioned that Florida won. Missouri and Florida, you probably saw the highlights of entire benches clearing, huge brawl, and actual haymakers being thrown. Uh, by Florida, the reason that happened, uh, did you see the video of what led to the fight? I did not. There was a rather late hit by a Missouri player on Kyle Trask, the quarterback this, of Florida. Okay. 
And uh, the offensive linemen for Florida don't play for the Dallas Cowboys. They immediately came to the defense of they're, Kyle Trask. They're about that life. And it caused, you know, 60, about 30 to 50 dudes to come off the sideline. As far as uh, sports brawls go, this was a pretty violent one. Yeah, these guys were really throwing hands. This had some Again, hockey quality to it. Again, people were wearing helmets, so <laughs> it, it's not the, the most effective fighting strategy. I think they strategy. all were, because at the end, they, they were going they're, to the tunnel, yeah, weren't yeah. they? So. Although Dan Mullen has been fined $25,000 for essentially instigating this like he was in the middle of it and not trying to break people up but just like riling the crowd up and yelling at the other teams and then the teams went in the tunnel he came back and up. he came back out and just like went like this and got the <laughs> yeah. got the crowd all fired up coach, it was weird it's not a good look for you to encourage yeah. uh, see i i didn't brutal, know if he was a uh, violent fight he i didn't know if he was fine for that or for this randy you have this yeah Okay. I thought he was fine for coming out to his post-game conference, answering questions about the fight, dressed like Darth Vader. What? He should have been fine for that. <laughs> Maybe it was it was a two-part fine. Someone also did mention, and actually that that person is Lane Kiffin, mm-hmm. who uh, went on Twitter today and noted that that twenty-five thousand that Dan Mullen <laughs> was fined for starting a fight and well instigating, growing a fight, yeah. throwing gasoline on a fight, and dressing like Darth Vader was the same amount that Lane Kiffin had for a single tweet. A couple weeks ago, but fair, that's, completely fair point. Is this uh, to go back to being horny, Is this Dan Mullen, you know, signaling that he's pro Antifa, starting a riot, dressing in all black, masked up? Incitement. I'm just saying. I'm sure the Florida fans will have uh, <laughs> a lot of love will, if that were the case. Will not be coming at us for this <laughs> at all. I'm I mean, just saying. there was one person who didn't get in the fight. I won't name any names. His, his wife? I don't know. Anyhow. <laughs> That's oh, the end of the no. combat. We don't need minute. that smoke. <laughs> I also say se- several players. And She's I a think nice lady. She got a kiss fight in the stands. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna kiss fight you. Innocent bystander. By all accounts, a great woman. Just can't can't Those stop pictures are old. Strays. Damn it. At least one Florida fan would really upset with us about that. Do, do people like them all? <laughs> Uh, apparently, some people do. <laughs> I saw some stuff on Twitter getting tossed around. One of our like, listeners really likes Dan Mullen. We know that. <laughs> I think Dan Mullen is a, a very good football coach, uh, and he deserves credit for being such. What did, but uh, he's also not a particularly likable human being. What's Mizzou's coach name? Uh, Eli Drinkowitz. Oh, what, Drink. Drinkowitz. What, did, uh, what were his comments? Was he measured, or did he— uh... You know, I didn't see what he said after the game. I know the the teams, both the universities, put out a joint statement of fucking nonsense afterwards. He called Mullen a schmutz or something. Uh, you know, I, I don't know exactly what happened. Three Mizzou players have been suspended for the first half of the next game after. A, That's it. Yeah, that's worth it. There was one dude. Who was there was one guy who was out. in there. Yeah. Like, yeah. He was doing work. He looked like he knew how to he throw was, a punch. Uh, his footwork was impeccable. Um. <laughs> Okay, I'm glad we got that in. That would have been uh, uh, quite the oversight if we didn't let Micah talk about that. Yeah, I, the only other thing I'd mention, uh, Mizzou looked terrible, and Florida kicked our ass. There, it was uh, inexplicable. I was very high after winning two games in a row, and uh, we came nice. crashing back down. Florida one lost Earth. team. Yes. yes. The fight, Only the Aggies. Okay. Uh, I think Florida might have won the fight, too. <laughs> Although, Mizzou's guys might have done the most damage, or at least that one dude. There was one white guy right in the middle. I don't know his number. I assume he's one of the guys who's been suspended, and he was doing work. He looked looked like he knew Nobody how to fight. Nobody remembers who wins or who loses. They just remember that there was a fight. Exactly. This, if, there's, if, it, if it means anything to Missouri, this win, I feel like, legitimized. This was be- the, otherwise, their only big win was over Old Miss. For some reason, I rank this higher than that win. Well, we so, beat LSU, not Ole Miss, but 
No, 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 no. I'm saying Florida's other oh, Florida. win was against gotcha, Ole Miss, gotcha, yeah. so this legitimized Florida for me beating you guys. That gave him some credibility. Okay, I'll go with it. Quick dips, unless you got something else. Nah. NBA, December 22nd? Or not. Return? It's like tomorrow, basically. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, no, I need a break. <laughs> I'm not ready. I need it only because um, my Cowboys viewing, I mean, it's already proven to ruin Thanksgiving. You I need it for Christmas Day. Christmas Day. I would, they need to just start the season on Christmas Day. I think everybody That's would be cool want. with that. The yeah. 22nd's basically the same thing. Oh, Christmas Day. Oh. <laughs> what other sports happen on Christmas Day? Is that it? Is no, the, that? the NBA owns that. Uh, and Christmas Day is on a Friday this year, too. So why would you start on Tuesday if you could just wait till that Friday? Kwanzaa, notably, is on a Saturday. It's going to start um, with this little general interest, I think. <laughs> I don't know. On one day. He just, I'm sorry. I, I, that one's, I missed it completely. Just doing a show for one. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I just don't think many people, like, want to watch basketball this soon already. Maybe I'm wrong. I got well, the season fever. Under normal circumstances, the season would have already started. I know, but it also would have and ended a long, long we probably time. wouldn't have cared. Exactly. Yeah. So. Until after the All-Star game. I maybe. just need a reason to get out of bed in the morning that's not uh, me making Nucci jokes. Yeah. I'm also speaking as someone who doesn't really watch much regular season basketball, so I should probably shut up. I truly hate that about you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, will, I will admit I typically don't tune in heavily outside of Mavs games until All-Star break, which was – Valentine's, so you got three, four months that I tune out completely. What's the thing here about LeBron? Uh, so after the NBA game. was rumored to say December 22nd was their start date, uh, Danny Green, um, L.A. Laker, teammate of LeBron here, basically said, yeah, about that, I don't know if LeBron or some of the other veterans would be uh, all that interested in starting that <laughs> soon after we just finished our season, which in their defense, like, yeah, the, the Bobcats were, I guess – yeah, and they were in the, the Hornets. For the Hornets. Hornets. I don't know why I said Bobcats. The Hornets have been done for would have been done for four months. Wait, six months. Lakers since March. You got to ask these guys to go back in the bubble. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Because so that's the part of what they're trying to figure out. They most likely will be in the stadiums. I don't think any of the or arenas. I don't think any of the players want to do a bubble unless forced. You, okay, to I was going to say you can't a, a, after the Lakers have been in the no. bubble for what was it three months? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can't ask them to go right back in the bubble. Plus that's days, terrible. Yeah. Back to the bub. Let me <laughs> like, say this: that. if they were letting in a small amount of fans into an NBA game, I would pay top dollar because of all of the sports, the one that I want to hear the trash talk and the banter. It's NBA. It's true. Come. Speaking as someone who sat uh, on the floor, <laughs> you can hear him talking. It's pretty cool. <laughs> what game did you go? Spurs? Spurs, yeah. Spurs-Pistons? Mm. Not a finals game. I went to a finals game, but I didn't, I didn't sit on the floor for that That one. wasn't Spurs-Pistons. Who did the Spurs? That doesn't matter. It was They, once, they played the Pistons. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. In the finals. Um, we talked about this Thursday, I think, briefly, that LaRusso was named the manager of the White Sox. Yeah, we were all really impressed by the hire. Okay. Then I, I added on here. The only, especially. <laughs> the only thing that I thought was of note is, yes, he's the third most winningest coach. It's worth mentioning, like, Tim Robinson? Is that the actor? Is that the player for the White Sox? Tim Rob uh, Tim Robbins? Tim Anderson? I'm Who? I'm kidding. I knew it was Tim Anderson. Totally, um, totally knew it. Uh, having a coach that old, red ass, how that's going to play over in today's game. Like, he is not Mr. Batflip. He is not Mr. Social Justice Issues. Who knows how that'll play? So we talked about that already. A.J. Hinch got hired in Detroit. Hmm. Second chance. Okay. Nah. You know, let me say this about LaRusa. He's so old and white, I'm surprised he's not running for president. 
Bill pulled a horny. Bill pulled a Speaking of which. What? Let's go. It's topical. Did you guys already talk about the all caps epic wet J that Barry O has? Did you hear us talking about it this morning? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you didn't see that? You didn't see no, the I, I, I didn't hear y'all talk about it on oh. the show. Oh, yeah. I heard him complain about people retweeting uh, it with the words know, epic. It's fine. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool that a former president is somewhat athletic and, and did something that everyone in this room has done yeah, at look, different times look. in their life. And that's, that's, that's hit, make a jump shot. Yeah, it's cool. Three point <laughs> jump it's, shot. it's a cool video because it's it president. Is, I it was, know. It was clean, but it's a three-pointer. He it didn't, it didn't do a, a hook shot from 80 feet, you know? <laughs> I've seen. I can see Dude Perfect do way cooler shit. <laughs> okay. And then yeah, have well, someone hand them a coffee. Like dude Perfect. Like, and then in fucking stride on the way out the door. He did it with that's, swag. That's the part that's that's that what's I cool love. about it. He has he, swag. He sank the shot and he's like, "Give me my fucking latte." He's a, he's a cool president. God, it was, objectively a cool guy. God. Yeah. Get him a skateboard. I mean, it was. Look, I'm surprised he didn't call on a drone strike on his way out of that gym too. <laughs> okay. I I can't. I, I will agree that. The number of like uh, placements of that video where it's watch Barack yeah. Obama hits that, yeah. unbelievable that's shot. That's my only issue. Like it's a three pointer. Like, calm down. My he issue wasn't with him. It's worth three points. He is objectively cool. <laughs> yeah. Objectively, he scored cool like 120 dude. to win a game. <laughs> Obama, yeah, the Clay. coolest president we've had. It's just the people that were quote tweeting it and and just the well, blue check mark brigade. Which to be I fair, am on. you remember just, come on. Bernie. Bernie always shoots hoops on election night, mm. we, as we've seen over the last four years. They're like, whenever he has a rally, like at a high school gym, there's always a video, or there was always a video of Bernie just like making free throws and people losing their mind because an old white Jewish dude like made four free throws in a row. <laughs> it's not that epic. It's you not that see, unbelievable. You see something cool? Watch Clay Thompson get hot. Like that's tight. <laughs> like he just he'll he'll score like. 28 points in four minutes. I, I agree. Clay Thompson is more entertaining than Barack Obama <laughs> on the basketball court. Was Bernie shooting hoops when the DNC tanked his candidacy? Oh, as a... my God. <laughs> I'm just asking. If this is... When's the Seinfeld music going? It's gone. Mm. Uh, uh, there's a late ad here. Snuck oh, in yeah. the, the Gardner I didn't, I, that wasn't me. I did. Okay. This is according to Ian Rappaport. Gardner, Gardner Minshew is out this week, and uh, the Jaguars rookie quarterback, Jake Luton? Who, who the hell is that? Who he play for? We'll get over, starter reps. I've been all over uh, this guy for a minute. Oh, you have? Yeah. <laughs> and? What'd you find? I thought we were about to get his hometown, date of birth, um, last time he voted. He's the he's a former beaver. <laughs> that's all I, That's the, all the article says. K, KJ's always my barometer for, like, is this joke about to go south? Like, his face tells the whole story. <laughs> it is. Oregon State Beaver. Oregon State. I tried to just because y'all didn't go. put that together. It's not my fault. Yeah, no, I've been all over this kid. He's very good. Good it's luck to Vandal. Good luck to Jake Luton. <laughs> Luton. Where Got was it. he uh, picked? Uh, sixth, seventh. Oh, Ford okay. Danuch. Cowboys could have had him. Instead, <laughs> <laughs> they chose Danuch. He didn't play. Uh, he didn't like ride go karts with. Uh, yeah, if he would have <laughs> played with Mike, <laughs> Mike McCarthy's like nephew. Or they something. didn't see him at putt putt <laughs> off date off division. <laughs> <laughs> they ran into each other at Ellen's Fairway. A little bit, Mike. I think that's like that's a real reason for him p- them picking that dude, Danucci. Yeah, Danucci was at Discovery Zone with my cousin. You got to check <laughs> this guy out. <laughs> I had a birthday party at Discovery Zone one time. DZ the Discovery We're Zone. We're all crawling around in there, and there's like a little like a baby and like standing up in the tube, 
and we like we stop and the baby just starts like pissing and shitting itself right in front of us and it just puddles up and oh we're like my God. we just all turn around and like are just flying down out of the tube it was just un- and they had to like shut down the th- they had to go like sterilize the park it was unbelievable completely ruined my birthday Goodness and they gracious. served us they served us this trash pizza and they had like a robot that would like it was a real beta robot anyway not important <laughs> was johnny four <laughs> i don't know we we can't record in the afternoon it's like recording after midnight it's bad rails, it's my fault <laughs> let's Any, run it back let's get out of here anything else on gardner Minshew? <laughs> what was it wait how did he get hurt i didn't even see that uh hand he's got broken bones in his hand did he smash his own hand with a hammer <laughs> to get what? another year again of again is that a thing? He did that. Oh, yeah. He's tanking yeah, just, for his own team for Trevor. Yeah. He's just that much of a team player. <laughs> he loses Jay. <laughs> okay. Mikey, what happened this episode? Uh, it's time for Ryan Back, the segment in which we talk about what we've already talked about. This one's a little long. I don't even remember half of this shit. <laughs> Cole Campbell can levitate in week three of No Nut November. <laughs> just shut it Who down. Who recorded this podcast? <laughs> just shut it down after that one. Uh, Dave used to fiend for that dipstick. Oh, yeah. All right. Dylan looks at meat all the time. Meat judging is a lot like podcasting. It's all about precision. Dylan actually doesn't know a whole lot about sausage. That's a surprise. People forget. (laughs) (laughs) You can see Micah's giant porterhouse steak tonight on his Instagram, at Micah Weiner. Start thinking about the Masters, fam. Dylan's not going to miss the par three, and... (laughs) And much like the split T situation, he's also teeing off on the backside on weekends. I don't know what that may mean. Uh, we learned Parks hasn't taken to sports yet. Horns out here wilding. Tennessee and Kentucky are riding the SEC coattails. That'll make some people Notice mad. Notice you left the zoo off of that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you, said, you said specifically I'm not mentioning it. Right, you're right. This podcast single-handedly ended the air raid. This is true. We have one listener who is deep into TCU. The nooch is going to stick. Uh, KJ is officially off the Carson Wentz bandwagon. Dave wants Nooch giving. It's another genius pick by Jerry. Quote, just have fun with Nooch. Uh, Dave busted a, bi- a bitch and flipped us hoes. Yep. The Dorn life is life as a lover. You got that right. <laughs> there was a kiss fight in the stands of the Florida game. <laughs> KJ was on one today. It's pretty cool to hear NBA players talking on the floor. This according to Dylan, who sat on the floor of an NBA game. Yeah, should have been there. <laughs> Dude Perfect is <laughs> way cooler than Obama. Uh, Dave's been all over Jake Laton for a minute. His entire bio via Dave, he's a former beaver. And a baby <laughs> and a baby once shit itself at Dave's Discovery Zone birthday party. Impede. Wow. It's just a full-on explosion. Just letting everything out. Oh. I shouldn't cry in my own podcast. This is uh, not how you do it as a professional. Well, we did all that, <laughs> folks. We were worried about having enough content with all, uh, all the sports being done. Jeez. And look at us now. People have no idea what's coming for you. You have no clue. Hey, if you guys want more of this, check us out Thursday night. You know what? We do it live. We do it live. Oh, boy. Do we ever. <laughs> uh, Wash Media YouTube. YouTube.com slash Wash Media. Put differently. Anything else? Okay. That's it. Till Thursday. Goodbye. See you next Thursday. I played the spooky season music. That's really embarrassing. It's a fitting end to this pod. Somebody, (laughs) somebody vamp while I. uh,
playing in it. There it is. You know, now's a good time to check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter. Damn.